Welcome to the Let's Talk Internet Computer Podcast. Today we have with us an, an exceptional guest. Uh, I'm very excited, uh, Diego Prats, uh, to be here. Uh, thank you so much for, for coming to, to my podcast. It's really a pleasure to be here for you. Glad to be here, Javier. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Great, Diego. Uh, yes, first, as always, can you please introduce yourself a little bit uh, more, your background, your... Um, life before to starting in indefinity sure uh well, my name is diego i'm originally from mexico um where i grew up um tijuana mexico for those interested for those curious uh i've been in uh startups basically since my since my 20s when i started a startup um and i've been working in the as a software engineer a product manager a founder uh, and I joined Affinity in 2018, so almost five years ago now, so it's been a while. Back when it was only like 10 people, so it's pretty small at the time. Um, and uh, I joined as an engineering manager, and then eventually went to direct a product, and uh, and I'm where I've managed the consensus team, the networking team, the SDK team, managed the design team. Uh, most recently, I've been working with the community, and now work on basically R&D special projects. So... I work on projects within the Definity or the ICP ecosystem um, that have a heavy R&D quality to it or governance or community engagement. Um, yeah, so that's my background and that's what I do. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Great. Yeah, you're starting in Definity almost uh, from the scratch, right? From the beginning of, of Definity. You're like... Only... I, it's hard to say that because Definity really started in 2016. So it's kind of funny. When I showed up, they had already been running for two years. So, uh, I felt that it, I had missed the boat, or I had already I was a late person, which is ironic now. But at the time, I thought I was one of the later ones. Mm -hmm. And always, you you work in in San Francisco, uh, or or in in Switzerland before? Or... Uh, good question. When I first joined, I actually was living in Los Angeles, so I used to fly up once a, uh, every other week. I would spend a week in Palo Alto. That's mm -hmm. where the office was. And then a week remote from Los Angeles, and a week in Palo Alto, then a week in... Uh, so it was one week LA, one week in Palo Alto. And after a while, I got tired of that. So then I moved to the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. um, and then I started, as a Definity Swiss office started kept growing and growing, um, I started to make uh, eventually monthly trips. So I would go once a month to Switzerland, to do that for like a year or so. And then when the pandemic hit, we all just moved remote. So mm -hmm. I think uh, I've been to Switzerland maybe twice in the last three years but i have been there maybe a dozen times in the year before so yeah okay uh yes and tell us a little bit more about uh, your um day-to-day -day in san francisco uh, you wake up like drop your uh, kids off to the school and then go to the definity and what is like uh for diego prats your your daily basis normally well i'm very much my schedule is very much leaning towards uh, the European time zone because a lot of people that I work with are based in Europe. Yeah. So I usually start my day, I'm, I'm by my desk working in either meeting or answering emails at 6 a.m. So I try to I usually wake up like at, I don't know, 5.30. <laughs> uh -huh. And I try to be online by 6 a.m. Um, and then I usually take like a break around 8 a.m. to go take my kids to school. And then I take, then I bring them back. And then, uh, but yeah, my my days are very much european centric um 
that that would say, and then if I have anything with Asia, I will do it in the evening, California time. Mm -hmm. But you... uh, but the two halves of my day are the mornings are very European focused, and my afternoons are more North American, Asia focused. Uh huh. Okay. You're the monkey cows, right? In research and development team, do you have like a team? You are the manager, or you are like um uh just part of the research and development team at Definity, or what the is it? Current. So I, I've worked with many teams. I've started a few teams. That's kind of my special team. I would say my specialty is being zero to one person. Uh -huh. I'm the person who, hey, we need a new team. I'll spin, spin up a team. So for example, um, uh, the SDK team, I was the first person. Then I would hire engineers, maybe hire engineer manager. So I've done it maybe three or four times, maybe five times at this point. The current team that I'm managing, I started, is the content team. So uh, six months ago, maybe a little more, maybe eight months ago, mm -hmm. definitely realized that it's website presence, it's uh, it's tutorials, it's a lot of the documentation was not up to snuff. So I created, so I've been managing a team of front-end developers and designers. Um, we're currently restructuring that, so now the designers are doing their own thing separate. Now that does is actual design team. But mm -hmm. uh, for the last seven months, I was managing a team of, uh, of content writers, uh, communication specialist and the designers and developers to help update the websites and other projects similar to that. Uh-huh. So. Okay. That's cool. Um okay, yeah. And now in 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 Definity, what is your opinion, Diego, about the what is the greatest um milestone or the greatest achievement of Definity uh did and and why in your opinion? And yeah, what, what milestone are you most proud of? I'm most proud of I mean, I didn't work on it, but I'm most proud of the NNS, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I think the NNS, the network nervous system, is the most, I, I think that's the most uh, thing that's most underrated. Um, And I, I'm proud of it by proxy, because I'm in Definity, not that I worked on it. <laughs> uh, because I, the just for background, if you think of a protocol like Bitcoin or Ethereum, if you want to update the protocol, um. The way it usually works is that people kind of discuss it online or in conferences or Discord chats. And then to get people to agree, people have to like, the miners have to upgrade the software, but sometimes they don't want to. Uh, the and, then, and that's why you see projects or updates in Bitcoin out there to take, I don't know, sometimes weeks or months to execute. Uh, well, in Web2, you could update the code 100 times a day if you wanted to. Uh, the NNS allows token holders the ability to decide what is the update to the code. For example, I own Bitcoin, I know Ethereum, but it doesn't mean I have any influence into what should be the update for the code. I have zero influence. But as a token holder of ICP, I could have an influence, I could have a vote as to like where the direction is of the of the IC ecosystem. So, But also it allows IC to adapt, update itself. I think it's had hundreds of updates since Genesis. It's gotten faster, better, cheaper. That all comes about the ability to adapt and update itself while still maintaining the mutability properties of a blockchain. So I, I think the NNS is the most underrated aspect. Yeah, yeah, I agree as well. Yeah, also like people feel like uh, that they are part of of uh, internet computer, right? Uh, if people hold like tokens and and have ICPs, they can do proposals, vote uh, in these proposals, and this is something like uh, feel like in a community. Compared with Ethereum right. or Bitcoins or other um, cryptos or yeah other blockchains, 
that's uh, totally true. And uh, yes, another another milestone that uh, definitely an internet computer protocol achieve uh, is the CKBTC and Bitcoin integration. I know you, you talk a lot about this milestone, but it's something pretty unique. Uh, for people outside from the uh, internet computer community, uh, what do you think about the CKBTC and, and native Bitcoin integration? And why do you think it's a, um, a huge milestone in, in not only in ICP, it's like in the blockchain history? I think the Bitcoin integration, uh, just for background, the Bitcoin integration has to do with the ICP network being able to be integrated natively with Bitcoin. Um, I think it, I'm most interested in it and most excited about it because it means that uh, Bitcoin will have native smart contracts and which and native smart contracts get you smart contracts has been the engine of growth for something like Ethereum and Bitcoin has been if, if Bitcoin is digital gold uh, it it doesn't it, it's heavy like gold <laughs> it it's not programmable it's very difficult to program and that's why you don't see stuff like that uh you don't see a lot a lot of the DeFi ecosystem that exists in ethereum is absent in bitcoin because it's not programmable and you can't have smart contracts so i think bringing that to bitcoin i think would be really really powerful and bitcoin has the the largest liquidity so i think that's gonna create a lot of a, a lot of energy a lot of entrepreneurship a lot of opportunities in the bitcoin space and CKBTC is just an optimization of that. CKBTC is basically, okay, we have Bitcoin integrated as programmable. Now let's make it fast and cheap and more scalable. So it's really just an optimization based on that. Uh, but I'm most excited because the anytime a network gives entrepreneurs these kinds of uh, superpowers or abilities, people come up with interesting things. Mm -hmm. And um, a part of the technical and cryptographic uh, issues, um, uh, what is like a, the, the most advantaged things or, or what is the use real cases, useful cases for users that they can use a CKBTC? As you mentioned in DeFi, for example, I'm not, I'm not sure if uh, NFTs marketplaces or, or uh, social media, what is uh, in your opinion, your, your, the useful cases for, for use CKBTC in, in internet computer directly integrated with, with Bitcoin? Um. What are some useful cases? Um, uh, where you can start to do uh fully on chain DEXs that could hold the Bitcoin itself directly. Mm -hmm. Uh, you could create loans on the DeFi space. Um, you could uh buy. You could use BTC to buy a NFT art that's wholly on chain. Uh, -huh. uh you could use that directly. Um. It's like asking me, like, what's the use of a computer? <laughs> it, it's 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 almost too much, so it's kind of hard to uh delineate. Mm -hmm. Um, but um, I think uh, I've heard of uh, yeah, Texas. Uh, you could raise. You can fundraise, you can make a fundraising uh, with ICP and Bitcoin where you accept Bitcoin or you could have a DAO where people put in their Bitcoin and the DAO votes on how to invest it. Kind of how you see in Ethereum. You see those in Ethereum a lot, but not really in Bitcoin. So you create stuff like that as well. Um, 
I think I think the most low hanging fruit is you'll see a lot of things people do in Ethereum, but doing it in the Bitcoin world, and then that and then people then different patterns will emerge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, that's fine. No, for sure. Like um, for example, crowdfunding NFT now accept like a Bitcoin uh, directly for the NFTs and also all the decks. Um, um, I was actually thinking of crowdfunding NFT. I just didn't want to say it. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was. I think I think they're not public about it, so I wasn't sure. I didn't want to reveal anything. Undo, but yeah, crowdfunding NFT is working on that. Yeah. Okay. And uh, for you, what is a uh, for sure like the net computer? Uh, is a world computer. Uh, the idea is like uh, is the, the new internet, right? In the Web three and and is totally disruptive the technology but for sure it's like pretty we are in a pretty early stages uh, we need to improve uh, other other aspects uh, in your in your opinion what what is the weaknesses now in internet computer and how we can address it uh, for example i see like in in the um, forum okay in the devs forum uh, you wrote about the boundary nodes and and all the the problems about the um, uh, yeah the, like we need like avoid or try to like um, just definitely have the boundary nodes or, or like single points of, of trust. We need like be more decentralized. Um, what is your opinion on, on that? Well, it's two ways to answer your question. There are, what are the weaknesses of the IC that uh, um are unique to the IC and then which ones are the weaknesses of the IC that are common in the blockchain space. So for example, uh, the boundary node issue you just described where um, it, it is relatively common problem. So it's not a unique problem to the IC, I, I would argue. Um, I think you could disagree with that if you use Chainlink, but a lot of Chains don't even have the ability to make HTTPS alcohol, so they don't have a lot of this functionality. Um, so it it's not quite apples to apples, but I would say that yes, I, the the fact that the boundary node architecture is still rolling out and we're in, incomplete until that's fully rolled out, I think yeah, it's it's not great. Um, so, but to answer your question, I I, I think the biggest weakness of the IC ecosystem relative to the blockchains is quite honestly the uh marketing and community like like uh the icp ecosystem when i look at it is very heads down developer focused working um and they are uh uh they're just kind of building product basically um and that's great i i think that's the right core for the long-term growth yeah um but what you see a lot less of is like just fun, general fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think I don't. I, I'm I'm blaming myself as much as anybody. I don't think I'm a fun guy. I I don't think I, I don't think I set up enough opportunities for fun. I don't see as much fun. I see a few folks out there doing fun things, mm -hmm. uh, especially in the NFT space or even the technical space that just do something humor. But I want to see more fun and humor than I that I see. Another chains. I'm 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 in the blockchain space. So I I use and consume and own other other blockchains, and I and I'm like, you know what? We could use a little bit more fun. I feel like a lot of the ICP conversations are very much like, uh, but the technical details, 
or governance, and I want to see a little bit more fun. That's I I think I think we could do a lot better there. Yeah, that's that. I'm agree. Yeah, for sure. Like in the long term, is uh for sure like technology is a core, and and for growth we need like uh have like the big technology and other other maybe other blockchains try to do like a aggressive marketing campaigns. And and then maybe behind the scenes or maybe the technology is not the best, but they uh, can reach out more people outside the the maybe web web two users just to do like uh, you know marketing campaigns. But yeah, that's true. Maybe ICP is so serious and we need to start to do like <laughs> uh, more conversation, more fun conversations, you know, and try to engage more people. Uh... Yeah, like if you go back to the original Bitcoin, like buying a pizza with Bitcoin was kind of fun, right? That was mm -hmm. a fun thing. The original, how much the so like stuff like that. I I I don't. I I like to see more of that. I think there's a, there's, there's there's more and more of it, but I want to I I want to balance that out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, in terms, for example, other other features from inter uh, internet computer. In terms of storage, I see, for example, on the web page, um, uh, internet computer can store it five gigabytes per year. Compared with others, for example, Solana is one hundred ten thousand uh, dollars gigabytes per year. Ethereum is seventy nine millions of dollars per year. That's a huge difference. That's crazy. Uh, my question here is, um, how did ICP get so fast and cheap compared with other blockchains? It's like magic, or <laughs> that's that's crazy. It's not like a, no, it's maybe a little uh, like ten dollars, five dollars, like a difference, like four or five dollars or something. No, no, it's like a huge difference in in terms of storage. Um, I see like different things, ECDCA, chain key cryptography, HTTP outcalls, different complex terms, but uh, maybe you can uh, in an easy way explain uh, a little for sure better how like it works uh, behind the scenes internet computer and why there is so uh, different. I think explaining how it works might be too much, but I can explain the, the two or three factors that mm -hmm. reduce the cost. Yeah. So factor number one is the replication. Um, the IC consensus is meant to be, uh, to use a real world analogy, imagine you and your buddy want to go out to dinner, right? You can just negotiate with your buddy. But imagine it's you and your whole family want to go out to dinner. Imagine that negotiation. Like It just takes, every time you have more people, imagine it's like organizing for like your school where, where to go to dinner. Wow. <laughs> like the number of people just get increases how slow and how much communication it takes. Mm -hmm. Um, the goal of the, the of the IC consensus is to like, what is the smallest group or number of people that or number of nodes rather that need to be present in a subnet, but still have security, right? So obviously, if you have one node, that's not very secure because that one node. Everything relies on that one node. So the idea is like, how do you maximize decentralization? Well, to have like uh, equal or better security than other blockchains. Um, and I see thesis is that there's a lot of uh, replication, basically, how a lot of nodes that are not necessary. So, on the surface, to a layperson, it may seem that if a network has a thousand nodes, another one network has a hundred nodes, the thousand nodes is more decentralized. Um, that's actually not true. Um, there are many cases where the, what if I were to tell you there's a hundred nodes, but there's a hundred people that own it. And then on, and the other one is a thousand nodes, but it's owned by Jeff Bezos, all by Bezos. Yeah. So it's not very centrist because it's owned by one person. 
So that's kind of a pointless interception. It was pointless to have or pointless replication. It was pointless to have an extra nine hundred nodes, if if it all just goes to the same person. So it really didn't really change anything. So the the you could have a lot, and you can imagine that running a thousand nodes is more expensive than a hundred nodes. That's already a ten x factor. So a lot of it's replication that's unnecessary. So the IC tries to have as few nodes but still have security and no less. And a lot of chains have a lot of uh, nodes that are, and every node has more cost, more money, but they don't, it doesn't have any, it does not give them any more security for that. Um, that's one factor. Mm -hmm. uh, the other factor is um, how much of the uh, node does the contract can use for storage itself. So it's more, DIC is much more efficient at, uh, using the storage within the node or within the server itself. Uh, those are the two big things. Just they're much more efficient than using the, the contract much better using the the, the space in the node and also there's a lot less uh, pointless replication of nodes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, and then um, I, I'm curious, like uh, I have like um, different like funny questions. <laughs> uh, in your opinion, uh, for example, in terms of dApps in the internet computer, what is yes. your favorite what is your favorite dApp? Uh, or you can say like three favorite dApps. And then which dApp you use like a daily, in a daily basis? Good question. Uh, I'm very biased, but the dApp that I use daily is the NNS dApp. Um, <laughs> I use that daily because, uh, and, I'm, and, I, and I think, uh, um, and I like that because it's an on-chain wallet that is used to, it's fully on-chain and that is controlled by a DAO. So people may not be aware of it, but the NNS app is owned by the, it's basically controlled by the IC. People submit proposals to it, just like people submit proposals to the IC and people vote to update the NNS app. Um, so the NNS step, I think, is an on-chain wallet, but it's also used for governance and voting. Um, and it's improved itself by voting, that you vote on it on itself. So you vote for the NNS step proposals inside the NNS step. Uh, that kind of recursive logic. Um, and I, I personally do a lot of self-custody. So I do have a lot of my tokens in the NNS app. Mm -hmm. um, so I, that's probably the one that I use the most. Um, second and third... I'd probably say the, the 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 discover tagger and district are the ones that I would say I probably use uh, after that, and then probably the one after that that I use is uh I go to a lot of uh I see dApps that use uh, papyrus or papers I don't know how you pronounce it <laughs> p a p y r s papyrus, uh, so yeah, I, yeah I actually don't know if it's papers or papyrus yeah. uh no I should ask David uh the creator of it. Uh, so yeah, I I use those as well. It's district tagger and what is the other one? Open chat. The, uh oh, the, the open chat. Yeah, I I definitely use open chat daily. But yeah, I was thinking I checked district and I checked tagger, uh, and I checked uh, uh discover, uh, uh -huh. all the time. That's yeah. That's Not as much as I should. Not as much as I should. It's just hard to keep up with so many social networks. No, for sure. Yeah, it's difficult to deal with all of that. Yeah, yeah. I only have district and and discover, and yeah. also try to like start in tagger as well. Yeah, but it's difficult to uh, deal with all all the social media yeah, at the same time. 
And uh, um, yeah, and also it's that that's really good because you use daily NNS and for you is the most underrated application. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also I'm curious, you're in the NNS, all your tokens are staked in eight years or less? Mm. Or you have like a mix? Eight years. Eight years, right? Eight years, yeah. gang. <laughs> yes, I am eight years. Yeah, me too. Um, another question that I have, uh, maybe it's difficult, but uh, who is uh, the person you most admire on Definity, like that you work now or has worked before in the past, that like a person like from Hong Kong you have learned the most, like something like is a reference from you and maybe in the past you learned a lot from them or, or not, but is for you like some someone like uh, admired a lot in, in Definity. Um... A lot of ways to answer that question. Um, was highly dependent also on like proximity and time. So the person I've worked with the longest at Infinity is Dom, the founder. So I've worked with him since day one. It's just mm -hmm. I learned a lot from him. Um, but because the founder is very busy, obviously as time went on, I spent less and less time with him. Yeah. So there are people that I spent our work day to day with, like. For months or like last year that i so i would say um probably the person that i some one of the people i've worked with the closest and most directly you know like on a hand like we worked hours every day daily for like years uh -huh. probably manu uh director of engineering so um final drive yeah, I worked with Manu. I worked with Manu and Yan pretty much every day. So Manu drivers and Yan Kamenish are the people that I work with very closely. Uh, Manu less so now. Yan I I still work with pretty much every day. Mm -hmm. Um, so I I learn a lot from Yan. Um, and uh, when I used to work really closely with Manu drivers, I learned a lot from him, and I still do. But uh, I think the proximity helps the learning. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, you have opportunities to talk in, in, in Spanish. I know you're from Mexico. You speak also well Spanish. Someone in the or just always talk in English or you know someone like in Definity like also speaks Spanish. I speak Spanish for sure. There's a, there's a few Spanish speakers at Definity. Mm -hmm. uh, they're hiding in there, but they're there. Oh. <laughs> they're there, they're there. Small community, but we are like some, right? Yeah, there's a few, yes. Yeah. Okay, and um, yeah, in terms of the on the long term, how you uh, if you think in in Definity or Internet Computer in ten years or, or fifteen years, I think that the the roadmap is twenty years. Now it's like eighteen or seventeen years. Um, how do you think is the future for Internet Computer? Is like a successful uh, future? Do you, you think like we uh, will become to the, the world computer in the future? And have a like totally avoid AWS and other clouds, and people uh, are more aware, like the new generations, about what is the importance of data uh, and privacy. And um, how do you think it's uh, the conversion from Web two to Web three in the future, in the long term, in terms of ICP? Um, in my experience, with computer paradigms, is not that one paradigm cannibalizes the other but rather one just grows faster than the other. For example, when cloud replaced on-prem, people having the data on-prem, mm -hmm. um, 
people still have their data on-prem. It's still a thing. It's just a cloud grew bigger. I think the same thing will happen with blockchain, where I think people will still use cloud for some things, but I just think blockchain will just grow faster. I, I think that's usually the, the... People still have mainframes. There's still servers running mainframes. Mainframes did not go away. They're still around. Um, but then, you know, desktops in the cloud, they didn't replace them so much as, like, they grew faster. So... That's been my experience with computer paradigms. The old kind of still stay around, but the new one just grows much faster. Uh-huh. So iPhones did not replace computers or laptops. They just grew faster than laptops. So I think smart contracts and blockchain will just grow faster and a lot more things will grow in that space faster than they will in the Web2 cloud space. And faster than the on-chain or sorry, on-prem space for sure. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, also, uh, for you, the, your job, I'm not sure if we can say job or because it's also like a passion. This is something like that's so fun, the, the, the working in Definity. Um, do you think your job is uh, boring or, or funny or you, you feel like it's like a hobby, it's like your passion? Uh, for me, for example, like uh, I talk a lot with, with my wife. My daughter is, is just two months. <laughs> I, oh, I, congratulations. Yeah, but uh, my wife told me that, hey, Javier, you are obsessionated with, with internet computer, definitely all the time you are on the uh, social media, you talk about ICP, the advantages, everything. You need to, you know, like be calm a little bit and disconnect a little bit, but it's like, yeah, funny, but it's my passion. I love it. This is something like, uh, yeah, I feel like, super excited every single day to see like new updates, new dApps and uh, internet computer ecosystem change every single day. Do you think the same, same feeling or you are better and you can uh, differentiate between work and then personal life and or is everything is- No, I'm pretty terrible at that. Um, uh, I have two toddlers now, two two-year-olds, uh-huh. so that made it a lot easier. If it wasn't for them, I think I'd be entirely into the IC ecosystem. <laughs> having two children, just because uh, they're twins, having two of them, uh, that 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 set a nice clean boundary. Like okay, yeah, like that that makes it easy. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say that's probably the simple version. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Perfect, Diego. That's all. Uh, I enjoy a well, lot. Nice to thank you so much for having me, Javier. I really appreciate it. Yeah, really appreciate it, your time. And also, yeah, I want just to share the inform- the, the story about uh, me. Uh, I wrote Diego in, in LinkedIn. Uh, I remember you did a reply. Sure. And then after six months or seven months, I received an, an answer from you, a message. And, and then uh, the rest is, is, is history, right? The rest, the rest is right. history. And, yeah, I'm so uh, happy. And yeah, also, like, thank you so much for your, or your your support and your effort. And yeah, and for being today here with us in the Let's Talk ICP podcast. All the best. And uh, yeah, thank you so much, Diego, for your time. Awesome. Thank you very much, Javier. Cheers. Thanks. Yeah, cheers. Uh, also, sorry. Um, yes, it's recording now. Yeah. I'm, thinking, yeah, I'm thinking if we can do something uh, also for Spanish community about the internet. Sure. Uh, about the blockchain about the the bitcoin if you can explain in an easy way like uh, how it works with bitcoin in spanish and or yeah um, or maybe we can do it in another time it's just like five minutes just for a short video like a bit like a three yeah. four five minutes um or let's less. 
let's schedule that for next time. Can you can you send me a calendar and let's schedule that? Uh, I need to think. I want to think about it, how to say it with the. I need to think about it. My technical English is much better than my, because I okay. I I think in technical. So I need to think about it. Like, como lo diría yo en español? Para que sea simple. I don't want to just stumble over my words. So I need to yeah, think no, about no, how no. to say it. Understandable, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I just thinking before they, the, the talk with you about hey, maybe like yeah. uh, we can do something also for the Spanish community, you know. And now Bitcoin, totally. CBTC is important, and yeah, we can do something. But yeah, for sure, like text me by Slack when are you available? Maybe Perfect. Week, and yeah, we can do something. Just pretty short, like a video, five minutes or something like that. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Great, awesome. Thank you, Diego, for your time. Awesome. Yeah. Cheers. See you. Cheers. Bye. Bye.